0: Until Uganda plans an initial public offer of 8 billion shares, and logistics firm Sendy is shutting down its operations in Kenya. From over 1,000 cities and 126 countries, KI Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning Africa and welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ruthadong. For more follow us on Twitter at the K Financial and you can find me at Ruthadong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC. INM Bank Rwanda, we are on your side. Airtel Uganda Limited announced the intention to float on the main investment market segment of Uganda Securities Exchange. Airtel Uganda plans an initial public offer of 8 billion shares, representing 20% of Airtel Uganda shares. Nishan Mohan, the Airtel Uganda Finance Director, explains.
1: As you are aware, uh, today's announcement is the culmination of a lot of work following the requirements that the company lists on the USC by the end of this year. We are very excited to soon be in a position to share the ownership of our business with fellow Ugandans as well as outside Uganda investors. The initial public offer will see up to 8 billion existing ordinary shares of the company representing up to 20% of the company made available. The size of the offering is in keeping with the regulatory requirements of the USC and a demonstration of our commitment to supporting the development of the Ugandan capital markets. Importantly, the IPO gives preference to Ugandan investors, including the company's customers, to own a share in Airtel Uganda and participate in its future growth. This is very much in line with one of our core values of customer centricity. Finally, I would like to highlight that we believe that the IPO will enhance Airtel Uganda's profile across the continent. Airtel board
0: chairman Hannington Karhanga talks about why it's important to diversify into equity.
2: We are delighted today to have published this morning our intention to float uh, the announcement. This is a proud day for Airtel Uganda. Listing the company on the USE would reaffirm our commitment to the country and its future development in which we are playing a key role. The services we provide support the country's economic success and prosperity. Importantly, an IPO will allow the people of Uganda to share in our mission and its success. And we believe this will enfranchise them in the digital agenda. Really, the role of the media, in my view, you are very uh, knowledgeable people, you you understand investments, you understand balanced portfolio of investments, Uh, equities are part of that uh, balanced portfolio. I think, in my view, I think it's important that we highlight this and see how we can enfranchise our people in terms of an investment. In clearly, in my view, it's important, especially the young people. Culturally, you know, we still report our elders, where we work, we share. If you look at the number of circles, the plethora of circles that now have come in handy, charmers, um something that has flowed across the boundaries, I think this is a time for especially the young people to appreciate not just savings but also investments. I read an article where when we are growing up, we emphasize saving uh, as parents and um, parents of young adults. That's what we say. But because of our limitation in terms of uh, appreciating equities and probably some of the experiences that we've had, I think we get shy, and finally what you see is loads and loads of cross-border uh, funds coming in to uh, to invest, and then we watch. But I think it's important as a Ugandan, as uh, somebody who is uh, slightly familiar with these investments, in our explanation, put this message across. One of the CMA CEOs asked me, says, why do you people put all your investments in cows and goats and land and why don't you spread it? And I think this is how we begin to get um, our people to appreciate that equities and the liquidity thereof is what helps to drive the economy. And it cuts across beyond the typical questions where we've had challenges and it's how do you go out and explain. And obviously in the prospectus, these numbers will become public. So you can question, you can ask the analysts, you can ask your advisors. But I think this is the time that we need to go out and really place this so that our people can get these investments, among other investments, beyond brick and mortar, beyond half an acre of land, beyond goats and cows and chicken. Make sure that there is a presence in the economy where we can benefit. Long term.
0: And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. WTI crude oil futures advanced to over 84 US dollars per barrel on Wednesday, the highest since November 2022, amid growing concerns of low supply. Commodity markets continue to fret about production cuts from key OPEC. Plus members. Saudi Arabia reaffirmed its commitment to rein in production and balance market pressures after announcing a voluntary 1 million barrel per day cut last week, while Russia pledged to cut exports by 300,000 barrels per day starting next month. In the meantime, fresh data from EIA showed that crude oil inventories rose by 5.85 5.85 million barrels on the market, ending August 4th, well above market expectations of 0.56 million barrel bills. Still, the figure failed to offset the high record of 17.05 million Joe from the prior week, while gasoline and distillate fuel stocks booked sharp declines, limiting the increase. Weak trade turnover and deflationary pressure in China magnified concerns over the country's struggle to recover economically and a quick trip around Africa of the cyber security threat activity detected by cyber security solutions and service company Chellix during the year, 26% was directed to its government systems, while 16% was targeted at business service providers, 14% at wholesalers' network and 12% targeted utilities systems. Cyber threat groups Lazarus and the Daggerfly Advanced Persistent threat group were among the most notable threat actors that have recently ramped up targeted efforts to infiltrate critical South African systems, according to the latest Trellix cyber threat intelligence report. Government organizations remain the primary target for threat actors looking to infiltrate South African information technology systems. In Tanzania, the Tanzanian economy grew by 5.6% year on year in the first quarter, up slightly from 5.5% year on year recorded in quarter one 2022. The upturn can be ascribed to robust growth in the services and industrial sectors, which outweighed a softer expansion in the agriculture sector. Meanwhile, Tanzania's annual inflation rate eased for the sixth straight month to an over two-year low of 3.3% in July of 2023, down from 3.6% in the prior month, prompted by the deceleration in prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages and clothing and footwear. Conversely, faster increases were observed for several CPI items such as miscellaneous goods and services, alcoholic beverages, tobacco Finishings and household equipment, information and communication and recreation, sports and culture. On a monthly basis, consumer prices edged down by 0.1% in July after increasing by the same margin in June. Ghana's annual inflation rate edged up higher for the third month, running to 43.1% in July of 2023, up from 42.5% in the prior month, and well above the central bank's target band of 6% to 10%. It's the steepest inflation rate in four months, with the SEDI experiencing some volatility during the month in comparison to relative stability observed since the beginning of June. Upward pressure came from both food and non-food prices. On a monthly basis, consumer prices surged by 3.6% in July, accelerating from 3.2% rise in the prior month. Logistics firm Sendy is shutting down its operations in Kenya after failing to raise $100 million to sustain its business. The startup enables retailers to purchase fast-moving consumer goods directly from manufacturers. It plans to dispose its assets after only raising about $20 million in capital last year. The company ran out of funds two months ago and has been struggling to cut costs for the past year to stay afloat. Among the strategies to keep the business afloat included the search for fresh capital and potential buyers, which proved challenging. In July of 2022, the startup announced a 10% reduction of its workforce after its financial situation worsened. Since then, the firm's workforce has been chopped further in more cost-cutting measures. Last October, it laid off 54 workers and wound up its supply service. And this February, it exited its end-to-end fulfillment offering in Nigeria, a market it entered two years ago. The business-to-business e-commerce company has in recent times encountered challenges that reflect a larger trend within the industry. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial and you can find me at With a